Hello, hello. This is Mixed Ape and Identity. I'm your host, Shane. Thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 41, and my guest this week is Lovey Harold. Thank you so much for joining me for the 41st case of Mixed Ape and Identity. My guest this week is Lovey Harold. Uh, so Lovey is someone I was introduced to through Kimmy Taylor, friend of the show Kimmy Taylor, um, an Icelandic comedian. So yeah, we're, we're branching out, getting away from Australia into Iceland. <laughs> um, but yeah, first of all, absolutely love the playlist. Um, big, big fan of all of the songs, really. Some of them were a little bit new to me, but yeah, there wasn't a song in there that I didn't enjoy straight away. So um, had an awful lot of fun with that. And the chat is great. Um, she's a very, very funny. We got on, got on very well. A um, lot of stuff in common, so it's it made for a great chat. Very excited for you to listen to. I'll be back at the end of the show, but yeah, we might as well get into it. This is episode 41 of Mixed Open Identity with Lovely Hands. How often do you actually listen to music at the moment? I listen to music a lot, actually, at the moment. I, I like I live alone, spend a lot of time alone. I love being alone, but the silence can get a bit loud. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I go through phases of like podcasts or audiobooks or whatever. But I'm in a music phase at the moment. Okay. And when you, when you're listening to music, then do you listen to albums or do you go through playlists or what's the what's the general go to? It's playlists. playlists yeah, okay. I've no, I've never really been an, a full album person there's not a lot of albums i'd consider like no skips okay yeah it's like maybe maybe rumors by fleetwood mac okay. <laughs> and that's it okay fair enough. No, i'm sure there's i'm sure there's more but um yeah i do playlists and i make like seasonal ones okay so back when i started making playlists for myself to listen to i tried doing one for every month okay but i'm just there's not that much turnover in what i'm listening to sure. so yeah. started doing like so I've I've just started building my autumn playlist because we're entering autumn okay. right now. All right. So, and it's, yeah. So what's an autumn vibe? It's, I, this one got like a bit rocky for some reason. I, okay. I guess I'm like resisting autumn, but okay. it can be a bit like gloomy, okay. I guess. Yeah, sure. But yeah, lean into the rainy atmosphere, I guess. Okay, all right, very good. Yeah. Um, and do you actively trying to find new stuff or do you go back to old familiar i originally did like a mix but i've been doing more and more new stuff okay and like using the spotify discover playlist sure, yeah. uh, discover weekly and i find i also find a lot of stuff on on tiktok these days right, yeah. just like like the other day um the band wolf alice mm-hmm came up and I'd never heard of them oh, and like okay. their own TikTok page came up on my For You page Okay. and I was like this band's great why have I never heard of them and they're yeah. they're one of the songs uh, one of the artists on my autumn playlist oh excellent excellent what's the, yeah. do, you, do you know what song it was it was Formidable Cool oh yeah great song yeah it's I a good love song. that song yeah it's great um, alright perfect um, the other one they have I, uh, that I really really loved was uh, Smile I put that one on the playlist as well yeah yeah those would be the top two for me yeah um, alright perfect uh, so what was the what was the first music that you bought or owned this is 
interesting because this question like I don't remember what the first music I bought was and I didn't realize this was such a big question until I moved to the UK and it's such a common conversation starter yeah definitely and I don't really have uh the answer like the first music I remember buying is like the Juno soundtrack okay right um which is a great soundtrack (laughs) yeah absolutely and what's the best what's the best live performance that you've seen or the best live music I don't really like going to concerts, so this might okay. be a bit of like a cop out okay, answer. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah. I'm going to choose when I went to see the Magic Flute, uh, the opera, okay. when I was a kid, because um, I used to listen to the Magic Flute with my friend when we were little. Okay. Um, and then my mum took me to see it at the Icelandic Opera. Uh, and before it was like a special um special show for kids uh, right. so okay. before the performance because it was obviously in italian mm-hmm. um i think surely it's in italian anyway um <laughs> uh, the the guy who played papageno which is the like comic relief character um yeah. he came out and like explained the plot to the children <laughs> And I was sitting there like, I already know all of this. <laughs> Being like a tiny little intellectual. Um, and then I got to see this this opera that me and my friend had been listening to and um, right. sort of lip syncing to in her living room. And that okay. is a really yeah, special memory. Okay, perfect. Well, look, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the list then. So the Brilliant. first song on the list is a song that you fell in love with straight away. Yeah. So you've gone for Timothy Chalamet. Yes. By the Foxies. Mm-hmm. This was a, a Discover Weekly on Spotify find. Okay. And just immediately I was like, the name of the song intrigued me. I was like, "Who's? why have they written a song about Timothy Chalamet? And of yeah. course it's not really about him. Mm. But it's just such a such a delicious song. Like the, the beat is catchy and it's also like, it, it feels like, having a crush on a man who does not care whether you live or die like it that's and it's timothy chalamet is so the right celebrity to yeah. have as the example because like it it reminds me so much of that scene in ladybird where he like they're talking in like a in like a parking lot and sitting on top of a car and he's like talking about 9-11 conspiracies or something right and you're like Absolutely. If when I was a teenager, I would have fallen in love with this man who's spouting bullshit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Timothy Chalamet. He has like he looks at her, and you're like, yeah, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. All right, perfect. Hmm. I think this song. I don't know how this song passed me by. I feel like I did hear it when it came out. Yeah. Um, and I think it was. Was it, it was a little bit of a meme song because it was Timothy Chalamet. Oh, probably Chalamet. Like, I can't. I still still can't say his name. But um, <laughs> but um, I, I feel like it did the rounds, and I just ignored it. Yeah. And I missed out because um, it could seem like like a novelty song, like oh they've written a song. Yeah. About Timothy Chalamet, but it's it bangs. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's so fun. Like I, I. I kept on going back to this song with, yeah. with, with you know I get to a point where I'm used to all the songs in the list mm. um, so this is a song that I listen to just to enjoy yeah, and it's, it's going to be it's addictive. in the rotation it's brilliant and it's I even so like the like art the like the oh, cover art. art yeah the yeah. little love heart it yeah. just it's everything's catchy about it yeah 
hadn't really thought about um that vibe of being in love with someone who's you know ambivalent yeah. to your existence but it does fit and it, yeah. yeah it makes sense with the song yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. all right perfect um song two then is a song mm-hmm. that took you a while yes. so you've gone for grace kelly yes mika. mika which might have been his album may have been the second album i ever bought <laughs> the life right of okay. cartoon motion but right. um this song so when i was a teenager I, I was very aware that i did not have a taste in music i just okay. listened to whatever like anyone around me w- was listening to sure. growing up like the radio was always on at my house but like didn't really like I didn't have my own music taste and I was like right I'm becoming a person these days I'm gaining consciousness as a, as a, as a teenager yeah. and I cannot I simply cannot like listen to peanut butter jelly time sure. for the rest of my life I need a taste in music right so I asked my friend to send me some songs and she sent me over MSN messenger <laughs> she sent wow. me some songs this is dating it yeah <laughs> and one of them was grace kelly by mika and i listened to it and i was like i don't understand this and i immediately deleted it because i was like what is this right. <laughs> uh, like i was afraid of the song or something uh, and then yeah, it yeah. turns out to actually be a perfect pop song and mm. i love this song right and the whole album was great but this song just i don't know why i was so scared to like it so i don't <laughs> I don't get what's going on what does he mean maybe yeah maybe i just yeah didn't fully understand but yeah <laughs> so when when did you come around to it then i guess because just a few months later probably because it would have okay. been played on the radio a lot and as right, i said okay. the radio was always on at my house yeah okay perfect yeah i think i think i did enjoy this song i think this would have been like an actual guilty pleasure for me like yeah. i don't i don't believe in that concept anymore but <laughs> i used to listen to only like rock and roll um mm. and then there were certain songs like this that i and and like uh love story by taylor swift is another big oh, example yeah. of this where i i'm really very surprised enjoyed... that i didn't put any taylor swift on this playlist <laughs> oh yeah yeah no, she's everywhere um but uh yeah like those two songs in particular I listened to it and actually felt guilty. Like I actually felt bad about myself for listening and enjoying pop music, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it's, it was a nice thing to like have an excuse to listen to it properly and like, yeah. you know turn it up in the car and stuff. So it's 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 been really nice listening to it. I think my my observation about this song is that I I think it is very sing alongable. Yes that's a word it's not but we'll go with it <laughs> but also impossible to sing along with at the oh, same cause, time yeah because it's very impressive vocal performance yeah. yeah like i can't help try to sing along to this song oh, yeah. and horribly because you, you can't you can't sing in a lower register right i could i could easily sing this like an octave for two down no problem but, but it's the magic's awful. gone yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. the magic is gone at 100 i think that works so well with this song and the lyrics because it's his response to people like his label or whoever yeah. trying to put him in a box yeah. and him being like oh you want me to be this and that but here I am and that is yeah. what makes like you can't put people into boxes if if they are earnest the music's going to be magic and this is him yeah. being him being like no I sing like this I sing yeah. a, about these things and like 
if you change that the magic's gone yeah absolutely um but yeah i get to i get to blue i think that's where my vocal range is i can (laughs) i can hit i can hit violet on a good day but i'm never sky and anything past that that's all the same that's all the same note I bet there's a musical director out there somewhere who uses this song to like figure out people's <laughs> registers. <laughs> or to give notes. Yeah. You're, you're sitting at a blue I need you at a violin. I need sky. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I need you, you I'm not you're not hurtful or purple right now. I need you here. Uh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, song three then is a song from your introduction to music. Mm. So you've gone for uh thank you for the music. Yes. Yeah, Abba. Yes. And as I said, uh, at my house growing up, radio was always on, but there wasn't uh, a lot of like CDs around. My parents like um, don't consider themselves very musical people. Like my my dad says he's tone deaf. Okay. But um, they like having music around. And um, like my dad always turns on the radio in the morning and stuff. Um, But he says he only listens to lyrics. But there were the of the few album like CDs we had, the yeah. one I listened to constantly was Abba Gold, the best off Abba album uh, that yeah. came out same year I was born, and right. um, yeah, just any song off that album could have been on this playlist. My favorite is probably Fernando, but oh, it, yeah. it somehow felt right to put Thank You for the Music because. Yeah, yeah, I am grateful to have music in my life. <laughs> also, I obviously relate to the girl with the golden hair. I do, I do have golden hair. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm I'm exactly the same. Um, with with my parents, well, like my dad's really into his music actually, but it's like, um, yeah. it's just that I didn't really connect with it at the time because he was, I think he was trying very hard as well to <laughs> really get me into Bruce Springsteen, um, for example. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna force a child to like the boss no <laughs> no and he did call him the boss a lot um yeah because he just went i think he went too hard too soon like the, like one of the first things he tried to get me to watch to like demonstrate how good bruce springsteen was was like an eight long minute video of him performing live and like as a teenager i'm looking at that and go like this is before the days of tiktok and like you know internet induced adhd <laughs> but i saw eight minutes and i was like nah no thank happening. you i need no more of this man than no thank minutes. you <laughs> um but yeah no but uh my mum abigold all the way yeah. that was the one cd that she had on the car yeah. um so yeah I, I i got used to like what were my favorite abba songs were and like it was a skip ahead to um whichever one it was uh voulez-vous for me was the yes the favorite or, that's a good one does your mother know but um but yeah thank you for the music is a is a classic yeah it's beautiful it has a nice like story element to it being like oh yeah. I've, this is something i'm i've been gifted i've always been good at this yeah and yeah it's yeah yeah and I've, I've really come to appreciate it like especially through doing this show and, and listening to a few more abba songs and like actually listening to them mm. come around to how like well written the songs are and how absolutely tragic a lot of their music is and mm. Like something like this, like it's it starts off on a very self-deprecating note. You know, I'm not yes. special. In fact, I'm a bit of a bore. It's and you're like, such it's, a good opening line. It's brilliant, but I like I I don't know. I just sort of wrote off Abba as like you know, 
mum's dancing music yeah. like it's but it's it's no, but brilliantly written yeah yeah because the mums have feelings and and they like to dance them out that's well, what it is that's true that's true mums do have feelings i've always said that <laughs> um right. song four then is the song that makes you happy yeah. so you've gone for music for a sushi restaurant yes by harry styles yes it's i mean it's a happy song like the lyrics are near nonsensical, but they make so much sense to me. Yeah. And it like, yeah, being in a sushi restaurant is fun. And then there's the horns and then he does a little scat. Like you can tell he's having fun. Yeah. Like he, he scooby dooby doo bap but you're like, yes, Harry, yeah. enjoy yourself in that sushi restaurant. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm totally on board. And uh, like, like I'm, I'm a late late to the party with Harry Styles yes um, I was a little bit too yeah and I think actually like he's been a big topic of conversation on this show a lot of people have said like you know that they took a while to warm to him or to appreciate how talented he is or yeah. like the the level of the music that he's making um, and yeah it was only after listening to a couple of his songs through doing mm-hmm. this show that I got into his album and Music for a Sushi Restaurant I think he's my favourite there yeah I, I, it's so much again fun. just perfect pop irresistible yeah. you can't help but dance but yeah i was also very late to the harry styles party because I, I i was never a one direction fan but i did yeah. work at a summer camp in america for two summers 2011 and 2012 so the summer before one direction was popular and the summer after and like every one of those children was obsessed so I had to know a lot of ba- a lot about them, even though I didn't, I wasn't a fan myself. Okay. Um, and I never, because like the most common question was, "Who's your favorite?" Right. And he, w- Harry Styles, was the most common answer, and I never got it. I was like, "Him? Mm. That one? He's yeah. that's a bland man." <laughs> <laughs> but then when he put his first album out, I was like, "All right, let's see what this is about." Uh, and yeah, he's yeah. a he's a very charming. Man and a good songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> that was that. It's a bland man. <laughs> he's got lots of tattoos now, so he's not as bland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I yeah, I agree with you. I think he's he's blown up, as they say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did. I, I think he... I thought, I thought they were all very dull looking, to be honest, um, when they were in One <laughs> yeah. Direction. I am... Like, I'm a straight man. It's not for me to say. But... Um, <laughs> Maybe it's just yeah, Zane was the hot one. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I I I got Zane a lot quicker than the rest. I think. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, Harry's up there. I think. Um, yeah, I always thought I I was like, why not Nile? The, mm. the Irish are delightful. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, song five, song five is a song that makes you sad. So yes. you've gone for "She Used to Be Mine" by Jesse Muller. Yes. This is where the playlist takes a hard left turn to okay. tearjerker lane. It's been all p- cheerful pop up yeah. until now, but now let's do it. Very big, very sad musical theatre song. Mm. First time I heard it was live on Broadway. Like my boyfriend at the time, we were went to New York together, and he really wanted to see this musical, Waitress. Mm-hmm. I'd never really heard of it, but I was like, "Yep, yeah, I like musicals." like Sarah Bareilles who wrote the songs right and this song 
destroyed me. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. There's just something about this, like, mourning for a past version of yourself. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I mean, with within the context of the show, she's in this abusive marriage that she feels stuck in and then she she finds out she's pregnant so she feels even more stuck uh and yeah she's reminiscing about who she used to be and 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 being sad that like she doesn't doesn't see herself as this person anymore this person that she loved that is herself right yeah Yeah. okay i don't think i got the song no maybe you need the context of the musical yeah uh, I thought uh, maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention to the lyrics, but mm. um, I'm a lyrics gal. I love lyrics. <laughs> Sad you too, but I just, I just, I don't know. I just didn't pay attention to it. Um, well, that's, yeah, that is that's really sad. Yeah, she's gone, but she used to be mine. Yeah, and she's talking about herself. Right. Okay. And and she says like saying things like this is not what I asked for. Like she feels like her life is I don't know going down the drain and yeah it's it's a very yeah classic like 11 o'clock number in a musical where with big notes but oh, just yeah all the feelings yeah absolutely <laughs> it's, it's very difficult to replicate that though like the the live performance or something because yeah I think there's there's often something especially when it's like if someone does like a cover of something or like a karaoke version it's very difficult to replicate the the emotion yeah. in the performance. And you can you can hear it in the um like in the just the audio version. Mm-hmm. But obviously when you're watching it live there's a backstory, there's a sort of there's a visual. Yeah. And then the music I think when, when, like that's why I have an emotional connection with music quite often when it's live theater mm-hmm. is the music just feels very big. And I think yes. that's something I've discovered about myself um is that I'm instantly brought to tears by anything that feels big. Like the mm-hmm. example, I, uh, again, Taylor Swift, love yeah. story. Uh, like the end of that song makes me cry every time. Um, uh, the end of uh, School of Rock, when they have the big concert. Oh, yeah. Oh, cry God. Every time. Yeah. Like that's not particularly sad, but still, like it's just a an automatic Ugh, But I'm reaction. so proud of them every time. I know yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, they did so well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I I can see that like in a, in a live performance of this song, I can see that being very yeah. And emotional. I wa- like I specifically chose the Jesse Mueller version, the original from Broadway, because there's right. the Sarah Bareilles version is lovely as well. And I did see her live as well. It was I think the last show I saw before the pandemic right, was okay. Waitress in the West End with Sarah Bareilles, who right. wrote the music playing uh, Jenna and. Right. Her version's lovely as well, but because the one I connected with yeah. originally was Jesse Mueller's portrayal, I'm like, no, I need I need that. I yeah. need those tears again. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um and do you like do you still do you still feel that sadness when you listen to it now? Yes. I yeah. Because yeah. I've been listening to the songs that I sent you this week and that sometimes right. I've had to just skip over that because I get like choked up about it if I think about it too much I also just did like a stand-up hour about a lost version of myself so okay so I was like oh it's hitting me all over again in a new context because wow 
I don't feel like I'm the version of me that lived in the UK anymore because I've moved back to Iceland. Right. Okay. That's that was sort of the crux of my stand-up that I just did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I would skip the song then as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um. All right. We'll move on. Song six is a song to relax to. Yes. So you're going for Cherry Wine by Hosier. Hosier. Yeah. It was like the pandemic here we didn't have we never had a full lockdown but we had had like restrictions and I lost my job because I was working in tourism so I was alone a lot at the start of the pandemic and I needed like ways to cope with uh, that and one of the ways was I'd just listen to Hosier just nearly constantly (laughs) Uh, so any one of his songs could have um, been the one I chose because they're like like a balm for your soul but I chose this one obviously because it's very like relaxing and it's like the only I think the only version that is available for streaming is the live one where there's like bird yes. song in the background yeah magic yeah uh, he's a magical man and yeah. uh yeah even though the lyrics are a bit like it's clearly not a very healthy relationship he's singing about <laughs> No. <laughs> it's still such a beautiful song. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I think I think Hosier is is one of the best around. Yeah. I think he's an incredible artist. Um and I don't think they they don't make him like Hosier anymore. Um no. which is a very yeah, you know, uh word? Yeah. very generic thing to say, isn't it? But um <laughs> but um but no, I just think he he has such a romantic quality to his lyrics. He's yes. got such a like genuine and performative elements to the way he's singing. Like you yeah. can so like some of what we were talking about with like live theater, you can feel what he's singing. Like there's mm-hmm. an actual like there's a, a folk kind of element to it that you don't get an awful lot yeah. these days. And when he does sing like traditional songs, like he sang the parting class and stuff. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? The Humours of Whiskey or something like that that went viral on TikTok. His yeah, voice know, fits so well. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I Hosier is an artist. Like for me, I, um, I, I used to do this thing where basically if I heard a song on the radio, um, I kind of wrote that artist off as just mm. that song. Um, Take me to church, yeah. Take me to church, exactly. So I did it for years as well. I was like, well, yeah. it's the Take Me to Church guy. Yeah, exactly yeah and it's not like i didn't like that song i thought it was okay i didn't i didn't i love that song now i think it's yeah. un- unbelievable and because I, I think there are there are certain songs that become that popular because people connect with them right yeah. and i think that's a good example i think the other one that i talked about on this show not that long ago was um somebody that i used to know but got you yeah that's a song that actually became super popular because people really connected with that idea but um but yeah, I, I actually saw Hosier perform live um, because he was a support act. I went to see Foo Fighters in Dublin um, and he was one of the support acts. And he was actually like fairly early in the day. Yeah. Because um, uh, it's like a festival type setup. So there were um, there were at least, there were three other bands at least. And I think he was maybe second on. Mm. But it was only when I saw him perform live that I kind of got it. And even then, I wasn't fully paying attention, but yeah. I could hear, there was something about his voice where I was like, 
there's something about this guy. Yeah. There's something about I think his it's, performance. It's that thing again when an artist is being genuinely themselves. Yeah. You connect with them. And yeah. he did things like during the pandemic, he'd do Instagram lives, which feels very like, like, does he even know what technology is? Because <laughs> he feels like a woodland creature. Um, but he'd do Instagram lives and read yeah. some of his favorite poetry. Right. And it just, yeah, his and his voice is so good for reading poetry. And he's, yeah, he has a very calming effect on me. Yeah. So, yeah, good to yeah. relax too. Excellent. Okay. Perfect. Um, obviously a very similar vein, the next song, song from mm. your preteen years. Complicated by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Like I said, did not have a taste in music before... Sure. Um, before I was a teen so this was a, a challenge but then um, I was thinking and I remember being uh, in France when I was 11 with my family and we were driving around a lot like we were uh-huh. on, on holiday uh, and me and my brother in the memory we only have one CD player and one Game Boy but I'm sure we each had our own but okay. in the memory we would take turns one of us yeah. would get the Game Boy a yellow Game Boy colour yeah uh, with a with the yellow Pokemon game in it, and the other would get the CD player with the Avril Lavigne CD, <laughs> okay. and we would swap. But I'm sure this is misremembered, but it's how I choose to remember it. Sure. So um, I would listen. Yeah, it was my brother's Avril Lavigne CD, and I chose this song rather than Skater Boy because there's more angst in this one. Yeah. Okay. Is, Fair enough. When you're when you're a preteen and you've absolutely had no experiences in your life, and you're like, "Oh, I get yeah. this. Oh, fucking being a phony. Oh, take off all your preppy clothes, you poser." <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I love about this category, and I I, I do love that about like teenage angst. Yeah. Um, especially because like, do, do you know what's really frustrating now is that like at the time, I know my parents would have said to me, "Oh." Wait till you wait, wait till you turn eighteen. Wait till you get out into the real world, and you'll see what like what problems are, and what trouble is. Welcome to the like the like that sort of welcome to the real world kind yeah. of vibe. And yeah, now I'm a parent, and my my son's only eighteen months, but like I'm I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it when he's like twelve, thirteen, and like mm-hmm. getting all stroppy. I'm like, you don't know what trouble is. <laughs> You got everything provided for Your you. Your life's yeah. not complicated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you should not relate to any of this. No. None of this is about <laughs> you. But um, it's just hormones, isn't it? It's just yes, you've it just is. got a lot of feelings and you don't know where to put them. And then someone in pop culture is yeah. just going, ah, and you're, like, yeah. and you're like, yeah, everything I get is you. Shit. Yeah. You get me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah. One thing I got. Uh, like listening to I haven't listened to it for a while uh, I love the way she pronounces um, the word else she keeps saying you're acting like somebody else she yeah. adds a little T she says else oh, yeah. see, see the way you're acting like you're somebody else gets me frustrated and now <laughs> I can't now that I've heard it I can't unhear it and I love it there's a little a little T in there hmm? I wonder if that's a little trick just it might like, be to yeah. make it pop, yeah. yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's a, a Canadian accent. I don't know. Maybe because I also listen. I also re-listen to Skater Boy, and she absolutely says "sorry" 
like, good. ah, yes, Canadian, yes, said. good. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm uh, talking about. <laughs> All right, song eight is a cover. So mm. you've gone for that funny feeling by yes. Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. Yeah. Originally by Bo Burnham. Uh, I had lots and lots of covers in mind. This is probably the song I changed the most, but then I remembered this cover and I was like, oh, it has to be this one. Sure. Um, it's just, the song's already incredible. Because I, and it's the only comedy song that's there. That's another thing that's weird with this playlist. There's no, yeah, there's no Taylor Swift, no comedy songs, no right. Eurovision. That's what's missing from this playlist. Sure. Um, but obviously it's not really a comedy song. It's, it's social commentary song yeah. yeah and when i first watched inside the special that it's from this yeah. song it's like a little like a slap in the face you're like oh yeah existential dread yeah. existential angst and panic yeah uh, but the lyrics are so clever even though they are very like american centric yeah i feel like at least here in Iceland, so much of the media we consume is from America. Right. And like, I feel like all of us are watching America very closely. We're all mm -hmm. watching the dumpster fire happen. <laughs> yeah. So it felt, the song felt relatable. And then obviously Phoebe Bridges, Queen of the Sad Girls. Yes. Does this incredible cover. And I also, the first time I listened to it, I had such high expectations because I was like, woo, Phoebe Bridges doing Bob Burnham. What yeah. could go wrong? And at first I was like, oh, it's just a, a woman's voice singing the same song. And then at the end, that that build up and the like noises that come in, the, like radio, whatever. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think with this with this song, I I basically um, I, I, I watched Inside. Mm. Um, I loved it. Mm this song hit me like a ton of bricks when yeah. I watched it because um, I, I remember watching it because um, I, I, my wife and I put it on and she we, we have sort of different approaches to, to how we view like mental health um, in yeah. media and she does uh, she, she struggles a little bit with like very real representations of it um, it's quite triggering yeah um so she stopped watching and she went to bed and I was like I'm, I'm going to keep going to keep watching it so I was I remember sitting on my own mm -hmm. I remember this song coming on I remember thinking oh shit yeah like there's so many things that he lists yeah that I was like I can't and that funny feeling is such a perfect way to describe it because yes see when he said Logan Paul as an example yes that was one of the ones that got me good yeah that's something I was I was just thinking like like there's it's so there's so much depth like how I feel about Logan Paul and how I don't want to feel about Logan Paul how much energy I waste on Logan Paul yes like it, it's just like those two words it's just a yeah. perfect way and that funny feeling is such a perfect way to summarize that absolutely um, and yeah it's it's just it's just beautiful and then so this cover I I saw I only was aware of this because I saw the the live performance where someone had got a video of her playing yeah. this and Bill Burnham was in the crowd like. Mm -hmm smiling with all his heart watching the yeah yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> i mean phoebe bridges is playing your song 
hundred percent. But um, absolutely, I hadn't really listened to this version of it until you sent me the list. Yeah, and again, it's hit me like a ton of bricks. I think this is this is an absolutely beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I, it, yeah, I think it's it's a perfect summary of our time and yeah. Yeah, even if she didn't bring the horns in, I think just the fact that, like, this isn't the slight, but her voice is better than Bo Burnham's. Um, yeah. So it just, it and, and she has that sort of, as you say, like Queen of the Sad Girls quality to her voice yeah. as well. So anything she sings is going to be, she could sing Happy Birthday to you and it'd be like, oh, fuck. Another year. Another year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it, I think it's, I think it's beautiful. It's like it, it you know, a time capsule for. Oh, that captures and... the like the zeitgeist perfectly, and yeah. I think even not just that because this song isn't about because the whole special no, is about being yeah. alone, and but this one that's probably why it hits so hard because like no, I was feeling like this before. Yeah, there was a global ba- pandemic. Like these are very real things. Yeah. And then he even yeah, he even gets funny lines in there. There's like like obeying all the traffic laws in Grand Theft Auto Five. Like yeah. that is a joke. <laughs> yeah. In but you're like, I'm sorry, Bo, I'm busy crying. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he's very yeah, he's very good at seeing the world and communicating what he sees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a great special. What a man. Yeah. <laughs> don't know how much I'll. If, if we want to talk, keep talking about Burnham, I don't know how much I'll include, but like. Yeah. I was. I don't know how you felt about it watching it. I, I find it a little bit difficult, a little bit hard going at the start because I feel there's. I think there's a part of him that is maybe now potentially too self aware. Because that, that, that yes. the opening song sort of is obviously about that, mm-hmm. but now it's like, well, where do you go from there then? Like, what do you, what do you have to say if you're constantly like editing yourself in the moment? And that's kind of what yeah. the special was about in a way, but like, I don't know. And it was also I don't know how like how long you've been a Bo Burnham fan, but I, like I've been there since the since the very beginning, right? And a lot of the inside special also felt very self-referential yeah and i like recognized older songs in the songs there even like he in this he did welcome to the internet yeah and he had a song way back when called welcome to youtube oh okay so it feels very much like he's referencing himself building on himself while also yeah it's i love it because yeah (laughs) Because he he very much is pushing like how self aware can you be and still be entertaining? Yeah, yeah. Because he started it with that little like earnest speech in in uh, I forget the name of the special. Was it make happy or yeah. anyway? He has like an earnest moment where he's like, all of us are performing all of the time. Yeah, and then he obviously made eighth grade, which like is about how this whole generation and like every generation from now on I'm guessing is going to grow up with the means to perform at all times and we need to think about it because we don't like our generation 
the internet happened when we were children. So we're very much like guinea pigs for what it's like to have access to the internet. Yeah. And I don't think it's positive. And like now babies get handed an iPad if they're fussy. Like it's, what were, what were we talking about? We're talking about both Burnham. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, 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 I really like that house, like self-aware he is, but yeah. It's it like, it's also because it's such a theatrical thing to do, and I love theatre. Yeah, yeah. I've I thought about it a lot since, which is like, I think that's yeah a good sign. Um, but it was also a good sign when I realised I'd stopped thinking about yeah. inside. I was like, oh, it was when the Inside Out takes came out. I was like, oh, I don't watch this every week anymore. <laughs> that's good. It's yeah. probably good for my mental health. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the outtakes had some bangers as well. The, I, the one about being a, oh, the one to. about being a he wishes he was a man from 1985 is a is a, is a banger. Okay, I'll check that out. Yes. Um, yeah. The the other the other bit of his it's from Make Happy is that last song that he does. Um, yeah. You know the about the burritos and Pringle cans. Yeah. Um, a friend of my a friend of mine and I we like we talk about that all the time. Yeah. It's one of the best pieces of art I've ever seen just that yeah. like that five minutes I think it is stunning um, it's incredible yeah yeah um anyway I want to have a daughter yeah <laughs> and then he brings it back to the Pringle gas. yeah yeah he's a genius he is good um alright anyway back to your music podcast yeah absolutely <laughs> I could talk about Bob Burnham all day. I didn't even tell you that I saw him live once. It was a, oh, did you? It was great. Oh. Yeah, and then I like met him to take a picture, so I have a picture of myself with him. But um, nice. I felt so. It felt like when you go to the zoo and the enclosures are too small, so you feel bad for the animal. Right. I was like, I'm sorry, Bo, that I want a photo with you. You're <laughs> miserable. You hate this. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I probably but, still yeah. do it. But yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be the same. I'd be like, oh, you oh. don't want any part of this. This is the thing you, you've just told us. You've just yeah. said that you don't like this. Yeah. Smile. Um, hey. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clean break. Mm-hmm. Song nine is a song that you would sing at karaoke. So yes. you've gone for Wuthering Heights. Yes, Bush. I have. The Big thing. Choice. The thing that people who are good at singing. Yep. need to understand is that karaoke is not for them it is for us don't you're not meant to sing well in karaoke you're meant to perform right <laughs> and like i i can sing i can, i can carry a tune can i sing this song absolutely not <laughs> can i do the dance break yes yes i can <laughs> Uh, and I used okay. to, so I used to be too in my head about karaoke, so I'd always just rap. Yeah, sure. Usually, usually I'd do Baby Got Back. Yeah. Um, but then I had this realisation, like, no, karaoke is not about sounding like Whitney Houston. Yeah. It's about just giving it your all. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love performing this song. So it's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So this <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be episode forty one, right? Um and 
of all the karaoke songs we've done, like I've had many, many strategic choices. Like people yeah. who, yeah, go for a rap or they sing something. They were like, it's not a great song, but it's in my range. Or yeah. they'll still uh... do the fucking tequila song. Oh, I hate when people do that. I'm like, no, no. Sing badly for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like people go for like a, a crowd favorite, so everyone sings along and they don't have to. Sing. Yeah, but I don't. Well, and I'll tell you what: the episode previous to yours, someone picked an mm-hmm. instrumental, um, which is a first. I human, <laughs> but I've never had someone pick a song that is deliberately out of their range. Yeah, to have a good time. Oh, I need to stretch. This song's a stretch for me. Yeah, ah, uh, I love it so much. It's the so- dance break is my favorite part, though, because yeah. it's such an iconic music video, and both of the music videos. Because there's two versions. There's one where she's in a red dress in a field, uh-huh. or like on a hill, and another where she's in a studio in a white dress, right. doing the same dance. Wow. Okay. I lo- I love this song. It's so and I'm not. I've never even read Wuthering Heights. No. So the lyrics are nonsensical to me, <laughs> and I, I've read like I've read books by her, both her sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I've read Jane Eyre and Tenant of Wildfell Hall, but never, never have I read no. Wuthering Heights. So I don't know what she's singing about. No, me neither. Who's Kathy? <laughs> don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be screaming it into a microphone though. <laughs> oh, that's such a funny song to get wrong. Yeah. Like that's oh that's that's good. But uh, like I do do my best. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, so like sometimes you're like oh oh she's getting there. Yeah. Oh <laughs> great. Yeah. Uh, that's better than getting it all wrong. If you just get like oh yeah, yeah no yeah, fluff it every every now and again. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, perfect. Uh, song ten. Then is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So yes. you've gone for Waka Waka this time yeah. in Africa by this Shakira. Featuring freshly ground. Yes. Yes. And the specific place is indeed in Africa. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? But um, so this song, as uh, many probably remember, was made for FIFA 2010, yep. which was held in South Africa. Yes. The year of the Vuvuzelas. Yes. Uh, I am not a football person. Okay. However, in the summer of 2010, when um, when this song came out, I went to Africa. I went to Kenya okay. for the World Scout moot. Okay. So that's the place. The, the, there was, like, right next to where our tent was, was, oh. a, was a big field, and there was a stage, and sometimes there'd be music, or one time, the most boring speech I've ever had to listen to. <laughs> um by the president of Kenya. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I believe it was Yomo Kenyatta at that point. Um, okay. Most boring speech I've ever heard. Anyway, uh, and often there'd be a DJ and right. often they'd play this song because it had just come out and being in Africa, yeah, listening to this song with a DJ who puts too many air horns on top. Oh, beautiful. Is It was so... And when... I don't know her name, but the singer from Freshly Ground, when she goes this is Africa and you're like you're damn right it is <laughs> best feeling ever right perfect also just a good dancey song because it and yeah. in the video she does like easy moves you can copy yeah yeah love absolutely. it perfect so like that's that's something I've never I hadn't really considered until I started listening to this song and I thought I'm gonna have to talk about it I'd never really thought about <laughs> how well 
this song would have gone down in Africa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Okay. Good. I mean, for me at least, I <laughs> don't know how the Africans felt, but right for this little girl being in Africa, <laughs> listening to the song that goes, "Cause this is Africa." Absolutely. Well, like if a DJ's playing it constantly on a stage, <laughs> then you gotta think like the majority of the people there are into it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Because I think like it like looking back on it, it does have a certain uh, band aid quality to it. I think mm. slightly patronizing about Africa. Um, yeah. And also, it's a you know it's a Colombian singer yeah. singing about Africa, which is a bit of a strange choice looking back mm-hmm. on it, but. Um, yeah, it's a great tune. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure they always for for these big, big sporting events. I don't know anything about sport. Um, they make songs like this, but they ne- they don't always get this popular. Like this they're song. They're never good. That's yeah. The thing. They're never this, good. This song went big. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because it's great. It's a it's yeah. a great tune. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good tune. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a new one. Yeah. Waka waka eh eh. <laughs> oh, it's good to get back to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny you said about the air horns. It just it reminds me of when I was um, when I was 18, I went mm-hmm. traveling because I didn't get into the university I wanted to get into. So I worked in a job that good I call. for seven months and then traveled the world for five and yeah. then had less that's money. That's what you should do at that age. 100%. Um, I was in Fiji for a week yeah. and the thing I remember about Fiji is that they the radio station in Fiji yeah. was constantly the chart music from six months ago like mm-hmm. UK six months ago with air horns yeah that was it that like that is in the entirety of what their music was was like it's like it took them six months to figure out where to put the air horns in and then, <laughs> everywhere and then put them on the radio yeah like the the radio the obscure radio version of more cowbell yeah yeah exactly yeah needs more air horn yeah so so every song needs more air horn yeah absolutely that's so strange um anyway song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person so you've gone for hot patootie bless my soul by meatloaf Yes, our second song from a musical right. uh, from Rocky Horror and the the person is my father. Okay. And this, so I, the other day I was, uh, in, um, I did a road trip with some people and we played a game where we, like they would pass a phone around and everyone had to queue up a song in a specific category. Right, okay. Like, songs that sound like the color blue or whatever okay and and two of the categories were a song that reminds you of your dad and a song that reminds you of your mum. okay so i had this like the answer to this question from that car journey which was this song the one for my mum was um uh, you don't have to say you love me by uh what's her name the name is really sandy What's her name? Dusty. Dusty Springfield. <laughs> Dusty Springfield, you don't have to say you lo- love me. Um, because my mum would have it constantly stuck in her head right. when I was a kid. And she doesn't remember this. I brought this up to her at one point. And I was like, you were always humming that song. And she was like, don't remember. Right. Um, 
but yes, I picked up to do bless my soul because it um, it's more fun, <laughs> and I have a memory because I went uh, as I'm sure we all did through a Rocky Horror Picture Show phase when I was a teenager. Okay. So I would watch, come home from school and I would watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. And one time I'm watching it and my dad comes home from work just as this song starts, as Meatloaf starts performing this. Yeah. My dad walks in the living room, does a whole performance of it, just simply lip syncs for his life <laughs> and uh, then walks out. And that is like a very fond memory I have of my dad uh, doing this song. And he like he likes this musical he he t- he pretends not to like musicals, but then he like loves this movie, right? Uh, and as I said, knows every word to this song, and he also really likes Meat Loaf. We took him; my parents came to visit me in London once, and we took him to see Bat Out Bat Out of Hell, the musical. Right. Not a good musical, well, uh, or the story, but the songs were were brilliant. Yeah. And, and I don't remember ever seeing my dad that happy right, in okay. a theatre. Excellent. And I was like, oh, he's a huge Meatloaf fan, and I never realised. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, this, yeah, this song reminds me of my dad. Lovely. And also, um, it could have easily have been um, forgetting things. The other song from, it's just a jump to the left, that one. And a step to the right. The Time Warp. The Time Warp, yes. That also reminds me of my dad, because at my brother's wedding... Uh, I think I requested it to be played and then my dad and I got everyone to come on the dance floor to, to do the time warp with us. And my grandmother was like, why does everyone know this dance? <laughs> uh, it was so fun. Oh, but yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. I, I mean, I'm late to the game here. Like uh, you said, we've all gone through that phase. I've never seen... Oh, your time before. will come. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good um, movie. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, but yeah, I've very little else to say about it. I think, I think it's a, it's a it's a lovely song. It's a lovely movie. Yeah. So and again, and again, great saxophone solo. I like when there's horns. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's something I've learned about myself doing this. There you go. Yeah. Happy to help. Uh, <laughs> song twelve. Then is the song that motivates you. So you've gone yeah. for "Bet Against Me" by mm. Watsky. Yeah. I. It's so easy to like feel like no one believes in you and have like lots of self doubt and to start believing that you're not worth believing in. Yeah. But um I love this attitude that this song has that's like, Oh, you don't want to be on my team, well you must hate yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're gonna bet against me, well I guess <laughs> Guess you hate your life. Well, <laughs> it's such a fun way to deal with these emotions. Yeah. To be like, yeah. Yeah. Good luck in hell. Cause <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think that's useful sometimes, though. I think it's useful to have like, like yeah. a fake antagonist. You yeah. Know, like the imagined audience or. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, you, it's probably something that you've seen, but like I know comedians talk a lot about like the one person in the crowd who's not laughing. Mm-hmm. It's like the one person you really want to win round. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's. I think it's good to have that like that attitude sometimes. I have that sometimes when I'm like, if I'm, I don't know, working out or something like that, or you know, mm-hmm. trying to. 
well working is probably the main one or like when i mm-hmm. <laughs> when i used to run um but yeah <laughs> you could run again shane you can do it i can't i tried my knee said no Aww. um Aww. but <laughs> uh but yeah like having having something where you're like 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 a bit of vitriol like a bit of like fuck you yeah to, to no one in particular but ha- but to have that is like it's quite a useful motivational technique i'd say mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a it's a great song watsky's yeah. very very good at that um the, uh, another song that we've had on this on this show is work yeah so watsky song which again is like it's a, a do you know that one uh not off the top of my head but i probably probably listen to it it's uh, um highly recommend it's another very motivational song which is it's and the message of that one is basically like like it was well, you need to work like yeah that, that's that's the, are you sure you're not thing. thinking about britney spears <laughs> i'm bitch. often thinking about britney spears but um, <laughs> but no this 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 is definitely a watsky song but yeah no i i really like the messaging of it i like the uh, i do as you say I like, I like oh that. do you mean the moral of the story yes yeah, sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah that's a brilliant one yeah, as well yeah sorry yeah yeah because he d- goes like to work till my arms fall off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah sorry i didn't mean that um it's a great song yeah yeah but it's okay, yeah, as I said, it's, it's good to have an antagonist sometimes, even if they're made up. Um, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the end of the song, like just listing all the things that are going to happen to you. If you yeah, if you love to lose, yeah. sure, but against me, <laughs> like it's such fun things to say as well. It's such yeah. a bratty way, but sometimes you need that yeah, to yeah absolutely. to get yourself through. And I think that's like I get, another side of it is like I think that's an attitude that I've really come round to in the last few years is basically I, I just an attitude of like well who who gives a fuck who, like I, like you want to bet against me that's your problem yeah right yes that's the thing because you always make things your own problem yeah, yeah. but if someone doesn't like you that's the th- them thing yeah exactly exactly yeah. so yeah you, you want to bet against me D- do what you want like yeah, go ahead. here are all go the consequences ahead. of what will happen but yeah. you do what you want like you mm-hmm. do your thing and I don't really care what you think yeah um it's a very freeing Mm-hmm. Uh, really come around to that recently. I'd like I just stop giving a shit what people think. And um, it is a good song to run to. Yeah. Except for that weird the break weird... with it. <laughs> Where's dad's talking? With, with, yeah, talking about the missile missile crisis. You're like, yeah. Oh, we're, we're here now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it would be. For your reason, this is a workout song. You'd be like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just pause here for 30 seconds. Yeah. And I didn't talk about <laughs> thinking of death. Um, yeah, because it sounds cool child. in the song because the production is good. But yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, mm. um, good right. weird. Song thirteen then is a song that someone introduced you to. So your song is "Copycat" by Billie Eilish. Yes, it was my friend who she she didn't even like really introduce. She she was just playing Billie Eilish, and right. the, when when this song and the and like the others that she she um did when she was very very young uh had just come out and she was like just playing them and i was like who's this so i it, it's the one artist i was like very early to was billy right. eilish okay I'm very proud of that like i've been i've been listening to her since she was a tiny little teen <laughs> and i still i still listen to her and she's she makes good stuff and i like listen to her brother's music now yeah uh but yeah this this song like they were, they're all good. I liked all her. Early, I like her early work. Um, that's what I like about having. 
having been introduced to her early. But no, um, this song, it's just the moment where she goes, I'm sorry, 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 psych. Yeah. Just the fact that the word psych is in the song. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. It's a good, it's a fun song. Yeah, no, it is. It is. There's, there's uh, a kind of like teenage brat vibe about it. Like similar with Bad mm. Guy, which is like, duh. You're like, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, she has the duh. But, but it, Very much in the same But it way. works. Like it all just mm-hmm. works. And it's just, it's just talent in it. But, um, because I've I've talked before about like other sort of oh another another example of like other end of the spectrum would be um, Willow Smith. Yeah, she has a song that is um, uh, "Transparent Soul." Mm. Is the song, um, and it's very much like it's very like teenage angst, but there's not a huge amount of depth to it, yeah. which is fine, um, just not for me. But this this is an example of something which is like. It has that kind of like teenage brat atmosphere about it, but it's very, very clever. Like it's yeah. brilliantly written. Like the, the there's a lyric that you got your finger on your on the trigger, but your trigger finger trigger mine. finger's mine. Yeah, Jesus. Like, yeah. Where are you? Where are you coming up with that? Like mm-hmm. going back to like the whole like Avril Lavigne vibe. Or like, heart. You're not just relating to this stuff. You're writing this stuff at this yeah. age. Where is this coming from? Weird. Exactly. But um brilliant yeah it's good good fun song yeah absolutely alright song 14 then a song you Mm -hmm. wouldn't expect to like yes I'm gonna need your help here it's called Kvalning by a band called Skalmöld Skalmöld okay Skalmöld Skalmöld okay Uh, it's the only Icelandic song I put on but I I sort of decided like made a decision not to include Icelandic songs so you wouldn't have this trouble a lot <laughs> but uh, this one it, it was just so the perfect answer to this question Yeah, I would not expect to be a Viking metal kind of gal <laughs> but this song is so good and yeah. it was actually the same friend who introduced me to Billie Eilish who is, is the reason I listened to this song because she used to have this album on in her car and uh I like I resisted a bit at first. I was like, "Can we listen to something else?" Um, yeah. But she got me because uh, our choir director at the time is in the band. Okay. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, we have to listen to Gunnar's band," and I was like, "Fine." <laughs> and this this song comes on, and so the song, the name of the song, Kvalning, basically means like call to arms. Okay. Uh, and so the whole album, Baldur, it's a concept album. The story is like this man, uh, there's like, I think it's some like demonic creature comes and, and slaughters his whole household. Okay. So he is seeking revenge. So that's why it's a call to arms because he's like, right, lands. <laughs> yeah. I've just lost my wife and children. We're going and we're going on a revenge mission. We'll probably lose our lives, but fuck it. I don't have anything left to live for anyway. Right. So it's very. The, like the lyrics are, are like written in in sort of like old timey language, I guess, and I think they follow the structure of like uh, traditional old Icelandic uh, poetry. Okay, but you get the gist. You're like he's rallying the troops um, for a revenge mission, and then there's that beautiful oboe solo. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this this is also a great running song, very motivational song mm. for, for exercise. Yeah. So if anyone is looking for liking metal for their running playlist, try out Skullmull. <laughs> I mean, who isn't? Um, yeah. Yeah. God, I love this song. And it's so good. Yeah. Um, again, wouldn't say I'm a huge Viking metal fan necessarily, no. but um, yeah, it's great. I, I've again, I've been talking about this recently, but I, I do. Um, I was talking to Kimmy about this a lot actually. With the um, we talk about Eurovision a lot. Yeah. Um, but I do find myself connecting more and more with music that is a little bit more true to someone's heritage or you know country or history and you know writing it writing in even writing the lyrics in the form of like icelandic poetry is really Mm -hmm. cool i really like that Mm -hmm. as well um yeah it was just a lot of fun and i'm glad i know what it's about now yeah but um it's also fun i think because and i think the reason it was so good is this band they basically started it as a hobby Okay. Like they they didn't mean to like they uh, two of them are brothers and then I think I guess it's just a bunch of their friends and they're like oh let's like make music because we are all musicians and we love it and yeah. what happens when you get a bunch of very good mus- musicians in a room and they're doing like a passion project is it turns out to be really good yeah, yeah. so they like made it ended up like making f- four more albums and just doing really well and they did like live uh concerts with the icelandic symphony orchestra wow and there's like there's a live version of this song that's well worth checking out and just yeah i guess when people do something just make something for the love of making something it's good yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely but it's really funny because you said you you mentioned Kimmy and Eurovision because Kimmy yeah. loves Eurovision and so do I. Yeah. But I've loved Eurovision since I was a child, and then as I've grown up, sort of didn't pay as much attention. Okay. But Kimmy came to it recently, so yeah. her and I cannot talk about Eurovision really because I have all the knowledge of the classics wow, okay. that she knows nothing about, and then she's like very up to date right. <laughs> with the new stuff. It's uh, very funny. Okay. Oh, so she, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, song 15, then, is a song that you think everyone should listen to. Yes. So your song is Show Some Emotion by Joan Armatrillion. Yeah. It's just a good song. I, <laughs> I I overthought this category so much. And yeah. then I was like, I'll just put a song that's good that I didn't know about for a long time. Like, I was introduced to Joan Armatrillion by my teacher at drama school. Right. Because we were we were doing a devised project and we needed we wanted there to be a dance break in the show. Okay. Where it was all women and like the the show was was about sort of uh, the lifespan of a woman and we'd like drawn from our own experience and then interviewed women who were older than us to to make this show and we were like but we we want a moment to just dance and 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 we'd one of the songs we actually thought about using was complicated by avril lavigne okay uh and then our teacher a very very cool woman named rebecca pollock was was like what about joan armor trading and we were all like sure we know who she is (laughs) (laughs) and all of us uh, apart from maybe one had to go look her up 
Right. And she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so many of her songs are good. I love Love and Affection. I love Me, Myself, and I. But this one I chose um, because it was the one we chose for the show and because it's just such a nice message, isn't it? Yeah. Just like, don't, don't bottle up your emotions. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a nice tune to dance to. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I, that's all I want. I want a nice tune to dance to and a lovely message. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't realize when I picked this category that it would cause so much distress. Uh, cause a few <laughs> people have said like everyone, a song that everyone should listen to. Yeah. Everyone can listen to. It's like, yeah. well, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not taking breaks from like releasing podcast episodes so I can go around the world and like introduce people <laughs> to Joan Armitrading. Like, it's just, yeah, as you said, it's a good song. Um, yeah, it's kind of what we're after there. But yeah, I because my first instinct was like, what's the song that everyone will like? Should I just put <laughs> Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would have done it, but. Um, <laughs> It's no, I'm, also I'm, a very good song. Yeah, I'm glad you picked this because I didn't know this song. Um, I mm. listened to a little bit of Joan Armatrading because uh, she's mm. been mentioned on the show before, but I didn't know this song. Um, and it's a lovely, nice song that you could have a dance mm. to, and it's a nice message, as you say. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's perfect for it. Like I, I actually really love this song, and I'm really glad you put it on the list. So, oh, that's nice. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> we did it. We did it. All right, perfect. Well, that's a lovely note to end on. So, um, yeah. do you have anything that you want to uh, plug or promote while I have you on? Not really. Um, no. no. On the social. I, 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 um, so you can follow me on Twitter at Love H L A U F E Y H, uh, and I'd just like to promote kindness. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, be nice to someone today. If you're listening to this, that's what I want to promote. Okay, cool. That's nice. I don't know. Perfect. All right, well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And that is it for episode 41 of Mixtape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. I'll have the links to the socials in the uh, podcast description, so go and follow Lobe if you haven't done so already on the Twitter and Instagram. Um, And yeah, be kind to each other. A lovely note to end on. And wholly endorsed by all of those uh, all of us here at <laughs> uh, if you want to support the show and you're in a position to do it financially we have a coffee link set up so um, if you want to throw a couple of quid for an episode that you've enjoyed there's no monthly obligation that would be much appreciated uh, if you're not in a position to do that absolutely fine just tell your friends get more people listening uh, like the stuff on Instagram engage with the content um, leave us a review and say nice things um, but yeah, all, all that stuff helps with the algorithm and, uh, you know, my ego. So it's appreciated. Uh, I will be back next week for episode 42. But in the meantime, look after yourselves. And we'll speak to you then.